This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us on the Cindy Cochran Show. We're going to have a good show, the Ask Me Anything, and I've been gone for weeks, it seems like, uh, but I'm back, and uh, but only for today, because we'll, uh, we'll be off Wednesday, and then, of course, Thanksgiving is coming, yay, Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk about yeah. that, but um, we want to first thank our I mean, we can do a show sponsor. tomorrow. You can. I have to cook. No, you have to cook too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, but it's what Thanksgiving cooking is so easy if you know what you're doing. This isn't like your first Thanksgiving where cooking the turkey can go really bad or really easy. You know. I get the one that's already cooked. I'm just gonna warm it. Yeah. So oh, you gotta cook a lot, don't you? Yeah. No, I I. I, I, Cranberry sauce in a can. What else we got? Uh, You're probably picking up bread from H E B. No, I've got it. I'm getting. Wait, let me thank our sponsor first. He's more important than this. Right. We'll we'll talk about this. But um, Chris Wooten, we're hoping you have a great Thanksgiving on all your people. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving. And thank you so much for being our sponsor. Chris is so sweet. He said, Cindy, you know what? If you ever get sick, you want me to fill in, I'll be glad to come fill in. And I went, oh, that's great. Of course, I couldn't call him and say, could you do two weeks? <laughs> Of, of it but he did say if, if we ever got in a bind and, and wanted to have uh couldn't find a guest or something that we could uh bring him on and it was so sweet he just he's great he's a great financial advisor he and his group and they'll help you with your retirement and uh, and what the future holds he has this big crystal ball no he doesn't he doesn't no but he's he's very smart he's just smart he has a lot of experience and that's what you're always looking for they've been around 21 years so doing something right you know and uh, because that's what people just you know you always want to have somebody that's been here at least longer than five years because that's about a lot of businesses don't even make it that far so if you're if you're a financial advisor with some people's money and you are you know have that longevity that's good that's good uh so anyway i wanted to um to get in with what you're going to fix for thanksgiving richard What are you going to fix? Well, I know for sure we're doing a traditional turkey oven baked, and then I'm smoking a turkey breast for smoked turkey. Okay, how, uh, how many times did your mom leave that uh, sack inside the turkey and cook it and didn't realize that, you ha- that there was something like in the there? the gizzards and stuff? Yeah. Never? She never did that? She, when I was born, I, you realize I was born from an angel. From an angel? Yeah, I came out of an angel. You came out of and an perfect angel. Perfect angel. So she was perfect when I was growing up. So she never made mistakes. I love that. I love that. That's so great. <laughs> Yo, you got to replay this back to your mom. Uh, she would love that. No, she did make a mistake though, because uh, I was—I thought I was smoking a turkey, like a whole turkey, because mm-hmm. I like to brine turkeys, and if you brine a turkey, it takes twenty-four hours to brine it. So I was making all my prep stuff, getting my briner and, you know, trying to figure all that. You got to make a lot of room in the fridge. And I was like, so where's the other turkey? Because we're going to brine two turkeys. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. It's just a turkey breast. I was like, oh, so I'm not going to spend, like, that's not long to cook at all. Like, Right. That's right. Easy street now. Yeah. That's what you do? Is that is that what you do every year now? You do the turkey breast? No, she just, I guess she got confused. Oh. I, I thought she said she had two turkeys. Oh. Because my okay. dad does not like smoked turkey, but he loves oven-baked turkey. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And so that's a big deal. Like in our family, because in our family we have, you know, I have five brothers and sisters. One of them doesn't like onions, like can't eat onions. So one of the stuffings doesn't have onions. Oh my word! And then my my mother traditionally cooked two turkeys because for leftovers, everyone wanted to leave with leftovers. So one turkey wasn't even cut, wasn't even eaten that day. It was just bagged and tagged. And thank you for coming. (laughs) Don't call us; we'll call you. Well, if do you put the stuffing in the turkey and cook it it with the stuffing in the turkey? That's not recommended. Why? For uh, bacteria reasons. Ah. But then again, who cares? I don't care about that stuff. I just put so much butter inside that that turkey. I spatchcock my smoked turkey. So you do a what to it? Spatchcock. You never heard of that no. style of cooking? Basically, no. you you break the ribs and you, like you fold out the turkey. So imagine uh-huh. like I'm grabbing the turkey from the top. Yeah. And my my fingers are the bottom, and you just like that. So the breasts are facing up right that's how you cook it yeah that's spatchcock that's called how many hours do you cook it depends on the size of the turkey well i know but but you don't go by the hours that they say on the i mean you don't cook it like that i put a thermometer in it and i when it gets but see i always i never did that because when i first started cooking turkeys i did i tried to follow just by the what it's said to do and then I never, I never look at directions. I just say, "What's the safest cook temperature?" and I just go for it. Yeah, but I, but I cook such a low temperature in a long time, so it's really you know it's real solid. Yeah, that's it's, why you want to brine it. Flavor. I, I've never brined anything. You should brine everything. Is that the rub you put on? No, brining is basically like the base brine is water and salt, and you submerge oh, it. Oh, okay. And now now you put that over the top or you put it inside stick that inside the turkey well no you soak it you, you submerge, soak it in the you, oh. you submerge the entire yeah actually uh for christmas I'll, I'll show you you can see that screen right you can see that screen yeah right there yeah so this is what my mother got me for uh christmas one year she got me the whole set so let's see if on I how can. to do uh, let's see grief how to do all that stuff? No, it's this is the briner. The briner. So I'll show the audience what I'm talking about. So basically, there's different sizes. The largest one is the turkey one. The sec, uh, medium one is it can fit two pork butts, you know, that kind of thing. And then the small ones for like chicken breast, shrimp, and that kind of stuff. And what I like about them is what it what the reason you buy these compared to like just getting a bucket and fill it with water mm-hmm. is the most of the produce or the poultry and everything goes to the top. So this thing has a little spin thing, so you push down and then you lock it in. So it's submerged, completely submerged. Uh-huh. So, and so you're just flavor. You're just putting sodium in it. You're just trying to put a yeah. lot of sodium. in A lot in of there. times, like you want to do it with chicken because, like, if you grill a lot of chicken, you lose a lot of water while grilling. Mm-hmm. And so this puts more water into it. So when you do grill it, it doesn't lose all the moisture. Ah. And then you can do marinades. You can do different types of brines. There's a lot of different things. Like Sam, you use like bay leaves, and well, I'm trying, trying to think of the corn. There's different types of peppercorns you can put in. I mean, you, you just have fun with it. Or they, I mean, they make. You go online, just look up any brine recipe, and there's multiple different brine recipes. Well, I, I am so excited because Samuel just loves to cook, it, and he cooks like two really good dishes, three d- really good dishes, and and that's what we've been eating, and it's. And it's great because he won't go, we won't do fast food as much. And so he loves cooking chicken. And he does it all, it's his own way of doing things. He makes burritos out of them, out of this, uh, the stuff he cooks. It's just, it's the tenders, it's chicken tenders. And yeah. then he, he fries them in, in his own roux. You know what a roux is? Yes. Okay. He didn't know what that meant, and I was explaining to him. From New Orleans, you know, you've got so much, so many family members from New Orleans that we that we would go visit there. And my grandmother, great grandmother, would make this roux for um, the rice. They the rice would come like a cake, look just like a cake, and then she would have this roux, and it was the most delicious thing in the world. And nobody could nobody could do it. And my dad kept saying to my mother, she's got to learn how to make that roux so that 
you know, he can have some dishes he used to have when he was a kid. Yeah. But it, but uh, that's something that I think is is so interesting. And now he's just starting to experiment with different, you know, putting different uh, seasonings in and all. And my um, Carolyn's daughter, my sister's daughter, has started selling these different seasons and she gave them to me and i don't use seasons except garlic and onion that's it SP, and you should do spg that's what? the best salt pepper garlic that's like the go-to salt pepper garlic salt go-to season right there i've never where did you come up with that it's like a, like a barbecue thing oh so but it's good on everything like put, put everything. in your soups put in your whatever like i cook vegetables with it i cook yeah, everything. everything with it it's just Garlic is amazing, so but she's got some different types of of seasonings. That's and, exciting, and she <laughs> and she has uh, started selling them out of their ranch that they well, have. I mean, bring me some. I'll you, pay for it. You would? Yeah, my mom. Well, my mom loves seasoning. Like you go you, at her at her house, it's like there's like two cabinets full of just different well, seasonings. It's ridiculous. He, he's just found one that he really likes, and now he, I've got others sitting there going to waste so i'll i'll bring them to you yeah now do do seasonings go bad well you want to keep moisture out so you want to put them in a freezer if you have space because they'll clump up and eventually they will not be as potent i don't know if they'll naturally go bad meaning like they'll kill you yeah but i know like they'll lose flavoring especially if there's a lot of salt in it and um i'll stand in in the seasoning aisle and i'm going like this has an expiration date. What? And I had no idea that there yeah. was like, they would expire. But yeah, you, you typically want to keep them in a freezer. That way, the moisture doesn't. Wouldn't the Wouldn't the freezer cause no. any kind of condensation or no. anything? Why would it cause? What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, Chef. I use a lot of Richard. seasonings. See, that's good because if you can cook, man, I don't understand. Um, when women find out that you can cook and that you're real good looking. Oh, no, it, it totally worked against me because I now why. I was the cook. Oh, I'm sorry. So, But women would love that. No, they love it, but do you think I love cooking every day? Um, no. Do you think I have time to cook every day? No. So that's what, but that expectation's there because they love my cooking. But you could be the weekend chef and let her. Oh, I don't mind know. cooking when we have time. I, I yeah. would prefer it so I don't have to talk to her. So, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, get I, out of the kitchen. I'm well, no, I, no, I really enjoy cooking, meaning like I know 90% of the time when I'm with friends and we're grilling, I'll be the one grilling or right. I'll be the one help. I, I don't mind helping. Uh, that's one thing I, I appreciate about Andrew, who's on audience one new episode tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, he cooks. <laughs> Majority, he's the he's the cook, so he probably understands what I'm talking about. Where Mm -hmm. because things don't just magically appear on the table, and depending on what people want, it takes longer to cook. And I'm one of those guys where, or cook people who cook, I like to prep everything. So like I really like to brine, and so certain items, like for example, chicken, need at least minimum of two hours to brine. To brine. To soak in salt and water or whatever you want to put. Or marinate. Marinate a steak. That needs at least an hour. You don't want to leave it too long because there's like a, there's a whole prep thing to it. Do and you use rubs? Yeah. Okay. Look at me like, I don't know. I just. Well, I mean, um, if you're going to eat a steak, might as well give some spice Speaking of it. food. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, talk listen. about uh, Chicken Max fed us today. <laughs> and what did I have? You had the um, look Chipotle. Chicken and yeah. bacon. I, I, that's my new thing because I don't. I don't know if I ever sent you the picture. I went there. Well, you. I you got didn't to hang. Show me I got you... to hang out and I got to cook two sandwiches, and it was amazing. Like their their process there, I was I was amazed because I thought I, I just thought fast food, and no. most fast food it's like I don't know if you have ever seen like a McDonald's or like a Taco Bell. You just have your prep station and then they cook all this food and they put it all in these tubs and they're like, okay, here you go, here you go, here you go. It's like, not no. as creative as it is. No, no, they literally Max. drop the chicken tenders in there when you make the order. They well, drop it into the fryer and they and they it's all fresh. Well, yeah, he he how did you sneak your way into that? Did you just ask Aaron? Yeah. Aaron go, hey, Johnson. Yeah, Aaron Johnson is the I believe he's the uh franchise owner of that 
location, Willis. I don't know the correct He's term. He's the is. area developer. Yeah, so whatever yeah. the term is. Yeah, we hung out and he showed me everything and uh, it was it was interesting. I was I kind of like was it, I would kind of I told people it's a step above fast food. Yes. Yeah. I th- oh, boy. and I think that's where fast food's going. Fast food needs to go to that level that True they're doing. That. Yeah. Because like they're Nashville hot, like they actually have the oil sitting there on a burner and make it be mixed, mm-hmm. and then you just drop your chicken in it and let it soak for you know thirty seconds to a, a minute, and actually soaks up. The Nashville hot oil, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I don't wonder it's so good." It's That's, not because it, in my mind, I thought it was like, in my mind, I thought this place was all frozen chicken, and they had different flavors, pre pre bred, right? And so it's like, oh, they wanted the Nashville hot. They take you know two ch- chicken tenders out of the frozen box and threw oh. it in the fryer. Mm-hmm. To, so it all everything started tasting alike, but it doesn't. But no, and they the don't. Seasonings they, they have, yeah, ay ay the honey mustard, the garlic yeah. butter. It's an interesting <gasps> place. Garlic you know what? I, you know where else I went? I went to uh, La Madeleine. I, did, I I hung out with the baker at five a.m. And I was I. You know what's funny? Man. I would say I was more amazed with Chicken Max than I was La Madeleine. Well, how do you spell Chicken Max? Chick with an N Max. Yes, that's what a lot of people. And it's right there by um, H E B in that compound where there's H-E-B and all kind of different uh, the first watch I went there and I got first watch is a new restaurant in there and yeah, I got I the saw that avocado to- to- um, avocado toast avocado toast and I'd seen that on housewives shows and they'd ordered that and it seemed yeah. like it was such a you know I have it on bougie thing to get so I got it and it was just Avocados mashed up on pieces of toast, and yeah. it was good. But I, I thought it was going to be some, you know, they'd have drum roll, please, here we go. But um, but Chance is his assistant there. His name is Chance. And uh, I walked in there today because I was going to, I always try and bring some Chicken Max to Richard, and it makes him so happy that day. And he's so sweet oh, the yeah. whole time. Well, let me tell and you, when you don't bring it, it's another. <laughs> it's another thing where he deducts it from my pay. Um, no, so anyway, I, I walked in. There's this big line, and Chance is there, and uh, he says, "Hi, Cindy," and they all turn around, and he goes, um, uh, "Just a minute," and he goes back and gets the order I'd done yesterday. I, I called the order in. And it was all ready, and he came out and gave it to me, gave me a hug, and it was great. So, Chance, I told you I was going to talk about you. You're really good. So sweet. And so the other people stand in line going, who's she? What is she? What the, what's the deal? No, I just told him I called ahead. But anyway, you can. You can do that. And uh, you can get them to also, they will, uh, if you're having a party or you're having, you know, some kind of get-together, he'll also cook up stuff for you and deliver it. So that's really cool. Because when he told me they, they delivered 75 sandwiches on Sunday morning, by 11, they had to have it there by 11 o'clock well, that day. Well, listener Dennis says it wasn't easy to order a delivery. So sorry, Dennis. We'll let Aaron know that he sucks and he needs it better. <laughs> Dennis? Well, you know, that's funny because I'm interested. Dennis is listening. He's on Facebook. So I, I'm going to ask Dennis a question if he's still listening. Is Did you order it through like a DoorDash deal? Or did you actually call Chicken Max and do that? Because the DoorDash thing is such a hit or miss right? with ordering food. I don't think – I think it's like 50-50 for me right now that I've ever encountered or used DoorDash where, like, they didn't deliver the wings or they didn't deliver the side salad or something like that. Uh, so it's got, it's not a good track record ordering through those – Through DoorDash? Through DoorDash. Like, um, well – I think that's what he meant. Like, if you had a big party or something, they may cater to that. Well, and I think he will personally would... deliver it. Yeah. But I think if you order just like a yeah I... whatever I ordered was it what did you call it Caribbean something? It oh, was good. It was spicy. Big. It was spicy big. And... It was spicy. I... But um, Dennis, I hope you're doing well, and I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. And and of course, um, I wish Andrew. You know, because I know Andrew listens. Yeah, he's, he's listening too. He's so, he's so good about listening. And I've actually, you know, Richard's got it now where 
on uh, YouTube, when you go to the Cindy Cochran show, you'll see audience of one like right next to mine. So after mine plays, then y'all will play. And um, of course, we got to piggyback on a great show. Are you piggybacking on my show or am I, I piggybacking know. on your show? It just like, depends on how I feel that day. <laughs> but but uh, the ask me anything, you know, I'm wondering if we should start telling people, uh, give people uh, subjects that they can ask us about. They can ask should whatever. I, I know. So he we, says he ordered it through their website, if I'm reading that right. Uh, I, I don't, let me go to their website. I already checked that out. That's interesting. I didn't even know you can order online. Let's see. Order now. Yeah. Jamaican jerk. That's what I got. Okay. It's, so <laughs> that's one of the new sandwiches is Jamaican jerk. So they have pickup on their website to kind of change that. Maybe that's they they were confused. So it, he said he said it was kind of hard to order through the online. We'll ask Aaron. That's about a it. user error. Could, I'm already already ordered everything I wanted. Look at that. It was so easy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. Um but we need to have we need to have dinner. You, you know what wasn't easy to order online? So I've have a bunch of car problems. Yeah. And what? this week. And going to like O'Reilly or AutoZone's website on your phone. Yeah. It is the most frustrating thing in the world because there's auto zones all over the place, right? Right. So trying to and I guess I don't know how they did their website. And I guess I probably should have downloaded their app. I bet that's why they make it frustrating. Because um, all I wanted to do is see if they had to park. But to find the location, because they're all so close together. Like, there's like nine on Frasier. Nine? There's like, I'm not kidding you. I think Frasier's there's, I think there's well, there's at least like four. But so yeah. when I open it, I'm like, well, which one is it? And then they don't, like, when you hit get direction, it just opens up Google. And it goes through, like, it shows you all the locations. You have to find your location. Remember that address. Go back to the website, <laughs> select it, and but like there's pop-ups every time you click on something. There's pop-ups, and I'm like click, clicking on the pop-up on accident. And I was like, I feel like I'm on like a porn site or something like that, <laughs> and this is driving me nuts. And uh, it was it was extremely frustrating. I got to the point where I just called him because uh, yesterday my buddy Andrew jumped my car, and so I went to the AutoZone and then just kind of blind went in there and like, oh, we don't have that battery. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of SOL. If I don't have a battery because mine's literally dead because they tested it, dead cell and all that stuff. So again, I had to get back on that website trying to find. Why didn't you go to Interstate Battery? I, I was just trying to find the closest thing to get a battery. I didn't care. I wanted I just wanted to get in my car. I don't care. Batteries are going to, you know how much batteries are these days? How much they are? Yeah. Like, like 70? Well, see, this is why I love how they advertise it. So they advertise 200 or more. That's like their, if you go to O'Reilly, if you go to wherever, it's like $200, that's the gist. And I was like, you don't have anything cheaper than $200 for a battery, a car battery. Because I was like, I'm going to sell this car this year in 2024. I'm going to sell it or get rid of it or whatever. And then he goes, oh, well, we do have these kind of batteries. And the way he said it was, yeah, they're going to blow up your car. (laughs) <laughs> the way the way you described them and they're like ninety dollars and I, I was sitting there going like why didn't you just say that was your cheapest battery why did i have to like inquire about like mm-hmm. this and then he's like well just so you know these only have like a 30-day warranty and i'm like then why do y'all sell them <laughs> if you sound like you're afraid for your customer's car like what's what, what's going on here Oh brother, I bet they loved you as a customer. Oh, just, oh I it well, so they didn't have any bad. I didn't want to buy the thirty day warranty battery because I still want to drive my car and not. I've already had so much bad luck with it for the past week. Uh, I had Alvin and his family living in my car, so I had to deal with that. And th- but what was great was I go well. Can you look online? Can you start search another store for me? Because I don't know how to use your website because it's frustrating as hell. Yeah. And he was kind enough. He he found one, but it was uh, was further down 105. Well, I get to the one on 105, and I think everyone there was getting batteries. It was crazy. And I didn't have my tools, so I was like, "Do y'all have tools I could use?" And like, "Oh, well, this guy's using them, and then this guy's oh, next." Wait, wait a I, minute. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, you mean people were buying the batteries and then go put them in their car yeah. out in the I, parking lot? Yeah. Like I, when I got there, there's at least two people putting car batteries in and i was behind at least one person getting a battery and putting it in his car 
It was really weird. And you came without the tools, so you said, like, can I, I borrow tool- your tools? Can yeah, and he's like, oh, you got to wait. And then uh, I was like, well, do you all install them yourselves? I was just guessing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we can, if it's simple enough. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll just hang out here. And I like walked down the street. I, I think I went to Chick-fil-A or something like that. I was like, cool, I'm out of here. Oh. I'm just you, kidding. I didn't leave. Oh, uh, I was going to say, did you did you tip them? Or what? Well, that's what I asked. I was like, is it cost more? What's the deal? Like, what what's what do you guys do? And like, oh, we'll just help you if you need help. Well, unfortunately for him, he brings the tools. And they have a, they have a really cool uh, powered socket wrench. And I was like, oh, these are, t- these are cool. Well, he was having a hard time getting my battery out. And my battery, I've, I drive a sedan. Like, this isn't a complicated thing. Mm-hmm. And I even told him it has one of those lock bars over the over the battery. So you got, I was like, you probably have to take that off first just to let you know. He's like, oh, no, I got this. So he takes off one side and he, like, moves it to the side. I'm like, I don't think it's going to work, man, because how you can get the battery in there? <laughs> and then finally, he, I mean, he didn't, I, was, I felt so bad for him. I was like, I'll just do it, man. You're good. You go, you go help your customers. And I finished in like two minutes. And, oh, good. But hopefully I taught him, you know, you, know, you got to take everything out before you can put everything in. So <laughs> he was like trying to put the battery in. And he's like, well, I won't just go in. I'm like, there's because you, there's you a piece of, taken... <laughs> it was pretty funny. Was... But like, nice guy, nice kid. Ni- well, yeah, nice kid. Trying and, to uh, help you. And, and tipping is interesting because you feel like uh, I'm going to buy the battery from you. Oh, I would have tipped him if he did in five minutes, like under five minutes, but he took, I mean, he took a long time and I was just kind of like, let me just do it, dude. You go help your customers. Like, I got this. I just needed tools. That's all I needed was tools. And then, oh, it was it was a Rabbit. funny encounter because he's like, oh, I don't have a, I don't have a 10 millimeter socket. And I'm like, yeah, you do. It's just smaller. Like, it's right there. I'm looking at it. And uh, guys are so. And funny. I'm not even a car guy. I'm not even like I don't. I just. But how would you know how to put a battery in? Well, it's common sense. There's, there's, there's screws, and then like you know, it's kind of there's. You gotta be careful because yeah. it's a battery. Yeah. The the wor- the scariest thing is because I would I would. Um, do you even know how to take a tire off and tire on? Do you want to do that? Yeah, I've done it before. So you'll be able to figure out a battery ago. really easily. No, though. but no, but which uh, you just need the, the right red tool. goes to the red and the black goes to the black. Yeah. But way back in the day, I think it was like everybody just knew what went to what, the plus or the minus, and and so it didn't have the color coded. I I felt better after it got color coded, but Sam would try and get me to tell me how to do this. You need to know how to do this kind of stuff, and you need to watch me whenever I change the tire. And I said I I can I'll do it, and and if I can't do it, I'll call somebody. And he goes, <sighs> so it gets he gets frustrated because he wants to me to teach me everything before he dies. He, he, yeah, that's always preface with because you're, really you're really gonna really gonna take that information and really keep it <laughs> right yeah and um i just you know like say I, there's people you can call you could do you, that you today know, you know who you should say to him when he says that but like sweetheart i'm gonna get another boyfriend after you're gone I'm like he's gonna take care of that stuff <laughs> i'm going to get the boyfriend sam would really appreciate younger that. and stronger and because he's always talking about now, you know, five years ago, I could have done that whole tree. I could have gotten that whole tree already chopped up and yeah. been done. It was always about what, what he could have done. I said, honey, I know that. And I you know, I, I saw you do all that stuff. Now you call people. You call people and have them come do it And you tell you. them what to do. Yeah, and just stand there. And they love you. They love those kind of customers. Yeah, and look over their shoulder and tell well, them. That's why I felt bad about the AutoZone guy because I knew there was only two people working there. And I realized it's like, you know, I probably shouldn't have asked. Because there's all these people here, and he's probably freaking out about it. And I was like, just go get in there. <laughs> and you know what really pissed me off, though, about that whole venture? So AutoZone parking is pretty big. Like, there's probably 40 spots, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, my hood's open, and I'm by myself. I have at least seven parking spots to my right, and I parked right next to the handicap parking. So uh-huh. there's, like, no one there have my hood open and I'm just kind of prepping everything to make sure next thing I know and I put the battery next to my car to the right of my car next thing this dude pulls in and I guess he was either like about to die in the car or something but he pulled in and he was like this far from my car and I like at first I thought he was going to ask me for a jump 
And I was like, sorry, man, my dadder, my battery's dead too. But like, it was really weird. And I'm sitting there going, why is this guy parked so close to me? Like, there's all these parking spots. And uh, he totally ignored me. He was just like, went inside and got his, trying to fix his car right next to mine. But like, we were the only ones on that side of the parking lot. And I go, what is this guy's deal? Uh, But so I got in and out and, uh, it was really because I couldn't. I had a hard time backing out because my the way my car was, and I was like, I'm just gonna. I literally just hard turned it into the the handicap. I was like, screw it, I'm gonna get out. I'm telling. For me to get out of the car, it's such a trip anyway to try and get out of the car. And when somebody pulls in right there, yeah. and that's all you have left to try and get back into the car, and I go like, I'm gonna have to wait for this car to leave because yeah. i can't get in the car and uh, so like if i like i'll tell everybody if you park in the parking garage across the street they i always park next to a post yes yeah that's smart so it's just that way i know i can get in because some people they, they, they didn't build that parking garage for trucks but you know 50 percent of the people who park there are parking trucks with their trucks it's and like, like to give you enough space yeah you know it's not for oversized women they should have like okay this is for extra large yeah. this is for like extra, extra what do you large. consider you do you, you consider yourself extra large cindy um you know what is I that lost... what you just did you just consider yourself like <laughs> why don't you have a handicap i can see you have it you have a handicap don't you yeah i have a handicap but that's for the, the my strokes and stuff that i've had i would use that so, every day i i do use it every day but they but people are rude you have handicap there and they still park like you, you don't have a, you know, you're not trying to get a walker out or something. But listen, after having that COVID stuff with the kids, I, but I don't know whether it's that or the trulicity that my doc, doctor gave me to start on, but I lost 10 pounds and I was so excited, but 10 pounds to me is like a drop in the abyss. And so I, I, I just feel good because I can stand. You should on just the, keep going until you see bone. That's what I should do? Yeah, that's my advice to you. Just keep going until you see bone. And then you know you lost your weight. I know, but shouldn't you be able to feel the bone first? (laughs) If you put your hand and it's all fat. I think, you know, it's funny. On tomorrow's show for Audience of One, I forgot what Andrew was talking about. There's a drug, a weight loss drug out there. Ozimic. Yeah, and apparently it's affecting people's, like, habits. Where, like, they're not eating as much, so no one's going out to eat. Right, like cause so many people are on it. Yes, and it, like now the injury. I think there were there was an article. I, Andrew, I might be wrong if you're listening. It's like I remember watching uh, or reading an article about Walmart, <laughs> and Walmart does their own studies, and that's where the study they, like that makes you not want to shop, taking <gasps> a Zimpic or whatever. So like they've noticed Ooh. the shopping has gone down because people just come in and get what they want and leave. No one's like shopping. Well, the Trulicity, she said now. This could have some, you could lose weight if you start taking Trulicity. She said Ozimic is so stronger, I think. So more people are, and they've made it. But apparently, now like, where apparently it's a lot of people. Only are. for, you know, and that's supposed for diabetics. And you, hey, Let me ask you this. Do you think that round table of that drug company was sitting there and was just like, oh, yeah, this is a great thing for diabetics. Like, we actually are helping people. And then that one guy who's the money guy, like, you know, you can lose weight on this. And now it's just a full-on weight. Like, no one cares about diabetes anymore. It's like, you know what? We noticed a lot of people are taking this to lose weight. We should probably advertise it as a weight loss drug, not a diabetic drug. Exactly. People are going crazy. And it's real expensive. It's expensive. It's not cheap. And the Trulicity is expensive, too. And she keeps upping the strength. But she's doing it slowly because she's afraid, you know, that... I may pass out or something, but she, she just I can see every time she out. ups up the strength, my kids are going. Please stop taking that. And I said, why? And they said, because you're you're so mean. Not mean. Not it's not mean. It's just you're so uh, you just want to argue or you just want to, you know. Is that what different. you've been taking for the past couple months? Yes. That makes total sense. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So now now you know. That's why you don't bring me food. Because yeah, you're, de- you're deliberately doing that on purpose to be mean. I'm not as hungry. It's, it's so true. I'm not as hungry anymore. And so that's fine. Um, I can go longer without eating. Normally, I'm I'm eating something like all the time. And yeah, I know it's terrible. It's terrible. And uh, so it 
the trulicity will do, do the same thing, but those zimic is the miracle thing. And our doctor I took the kids to, she came walking in. I hardly recognized her. She lost so much weight. And I knew, you know, my uh, Samantha said, it's ozimic. I bet she's taking ozimic because that's how they're looking. They look like real svelte and it just so fast. But I try not to lose Well, you should overdose on it. You only got a couple more years, right? And oh, I thought not, you were going to say, only got more, a couple more pounds. But um, And you're not having any more kids. We've declared that. You still got a couple years. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean. I'm, I am. Um, I think she wants me to do it slowly, to you know, not to take too much of that stuff. Because the other night, I think I took two. There's a, oh, a Novolog insulin I take, and that's a rescuer. That means if if you just ha- accidentally ate a piece of pie, you're probably one of the worst diabetics I've ever like. I that realized is that exactly what my doctor said. Yeah, like I can just see you eating whatever you want. Like oh, I've had diabetes for 40 years. I've never really learned the thing. I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I want to eat this cookie and then maybe later have the frosting just off the cupcake. I mean, why do I feel so bad all the time? I don't understand why I'm getting so sick all the time. But I I did um, <laughs> one time I <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. I was telling Sam I was getting ready to take the the shot and I said this isn't working this is this is I've, this I've, isn't working <laughs> but I did it and I'd already take and I'd already yeah. taken that and then I said now I'm gonna have to take this again because it didn't work so I took it again and then you just overdid it and um too bad you don't I get went, high off of it no, no this is what you diabetes isn't fun this I started seeing black spots oh wow and and I'm going like you know what? Something's wrong. I'm seeing black spots. Honey, I'm seeing black spots. I, 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 and, then, and I start slurring. And then all of a sudden he goes, I think you're getting ready to have a stroke. Are you having a stroke or something? No. I, I said, I think I'm going to. I passed out. And he called the ambulance and they came in and they go, now what did you do? Is that once a year you do that? I think I did. No, I, I pass out quite a bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> but I've never done on the air, have I? I mean, people, I mean, I think mentally you have. People but, may have thought that, I, yes, shut up. I'm still waiting for it. I'm just like, is it going to happen? And then I got to deal with it. And I'm not a person who deals with that kind of stuff. I'll just shove you out there. I'm like, I don't know where this lady came from. <laughs> no, but you'll have the exclusive. It'll be, yeah. there she goes. <laughs> there she goes. Uh, no, but that's why I, said, I thought you were so great in letting me come on the air. Again. I, well, I support disabled people all, all the time. <laughs> I'm really, I'm a big giver. You didn't know yeah. that? You know, that's the FCC every seven years I'm does big... that license thing to see if you're taking care of the handicap. Yeah. And so here I am. And um, I just show them a picture of you and they're like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> you're doing God's work. <laughs> yes. We've tried to. We've uh, done We've done good, though. We've, we've, we've had preachers on. We've had churches on and let them talk about the works that they're doing. We've had the uh, hearing impaired. Well, um, see, I was thinking about this over the weekend because, you know, the Israel thing is a big deal. With power. I was like, I, the Christians need to get into this war. They need to start doing something. They need a religious war, too. Onward, Christian right? soldiers. You don't think so? Yeah, you that's what I mean. We've even th- got the, we've who would, got who the would, song. Who would the Christians be fighting? Because, I mean, technically they should be upset with the Jewish people, but they're, you know, they took the high road. Yes, they did. Uh, yes, they did. Supposedly. And uh, I'm trying to think who else. Who, I mean, I think the Buddhists would be a good good enemy to have. Who? The Buddhists. The Buddhists. Yeah. They need to get in the war. Yeah, with the Christians. They need to start fighting over something. No, but but we, you know, if we if we start fighting and doing that, um, there would be it would be very difficult, and we would be well. It's war. Having a long. It's, a, well, it's not supposed to be easy. I know, but. But then it was, it's hard to recognize the Christians. You know, you'd have to learn how to. Are you saying Jewish people look a certain way? Is that what you're trying to say? We we don't know how anyone's. We, no, no. I feel like that's what you're trying to say. You have to work. All with, those Palestinians look the no, same too. You have, if you work with them for a few weeks, you can tell the difference. Because um, I used to uh, do all the commercials for the. Well, I mean, the, I imagine the Palestinians are pretty obvious because don't they pray like five times a day? No, they, the the scarves they wear, 
and I didn't realize. So it's kind of obvious they're praying five. Like the what do they do with the when they have to pray and during the battles? How does that work? During the battle, everything has to come to a stop, and they have to kneel down. And, no, they but, don't. They don't do that today. I mean, back in the day, I can see it because yeah. they're hardcore. But like today, it'd be like, uh, no, I'm not going to because I'm going to die if I do. Right, right. But see, you know, being a a Republican, I bet. I bet there's some. No. I bet there's some roundabout rule they got where it's like, oh, don't worry, you're killing Jewish people, so it's fine. Like you don't have to pray, and vice versa with everyone. When it comes down to killing people, it's okay. We can justify it one way or another. That's what you learn. That's what you I learn. Think about the what about the Crusaders? They were just justifying doing whatever they wanted. Whatever they wanted is power, you know. And but God's looking now for you. I like after it. you. But I'll tell you what. It, being a Republican, I remember whenever uh, Trump started his first uh, wanting to be president and how people were trashing him and how bad it was going to be and all. And I thought at one point we needed to learn how to draw an elephant in the sand or something because it was it was getting so bad. It was like how the Christians had to draw the fish in the sand to recognize themselves to the other Christians. Yeah, because Jesus didn't feed them. No. No. <laughs> What? Why do you say that? Well, because, you know, that's the joke. Like, what happens if 5,002 people showed up, and he only fed 5,000, and he only had enough food for 5,000? So and that those two people are pissed. They're like, man, I missed out on the free meal. Richard. So they're drawing in the sand, like, that's the fish I could have had. No, it's the, <laughs> but that's, it's the Christians and the, and the draw the sand. So you're saying we need a good persecution going on? No, but... That, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Christians need? They need a good persecution? To draw them together. We need some to, victimhood. We need some. See, that's what all the Israelites were saying. I am now feeling so close to my brethren, and they're all, everybody's so close together now, bonding over this war. I feel so bad for them. I just feel, you know, it, it, people that have studied history and that look how long this thing, you know, this has been going on, feel like this isn't going to be over. Well, I think the the most telling thing is how numb we are to actual travesties. Because, like, we know this stuff's going on. Because, like, back, you know, 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, you, like, if I was living over here, they had no idea, we had no idea that stuff was going on over there. But, like, I can literally go to TikTok and watch the war, and we don't care. We're like, well, whatever. Right. No, and, and well, in China was more of a, a threat. You know, it was funny because the Japanese, uh, when I was born, you looked at Japanese wrong, and then you looked at the Chinese yeah. wrong. I look at old then, people wrong. And Russian, you know, then Rush, Khrushchev came along, and then we started looking. At, so we had different people that we're supposed to be looking at as yeah. we don't want them around. But, well, today is... You have so much social media certainly has changed the face yeah. of war. So everybody, but I just can't believe how many people would come out in, you know, in support of the Palestinians. Well, and support the, everybody. Just we just support war in general. They were they were supporting the Palestinians and the Palestinians. It wasn't, you know, what they didn't understand is that Hamas being so intermingled with all of them, how difficult this was for them to say. You know, you're hurting innocent Palestinians by going over there and bombing. And I well, it's with all religious nuts. Like you can't convince them of anything. Well, right, Cindy? Yeah. Except for except for except for good old Christian people. That's why that's why you need a good old persecution so you can be equal to them. Like you know, we're persecuted too. We're drawing fish in the sand. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, get over it. In the Bible, he talked about if you're if you're persecuted for my name, and I thought I, I thought it was, I that. thought it was really rude that crucifixion was co or what do you want to call it co opted by the Christians. That wasn't meant to be a Christian thing. That was just a way to torture people. But well, you, you guys were such had such victimhood to it. You you now have a symbol of it. You just took it over. What are you talking? What are you talking? About? Sometimes I feel like Richard. What's that term these days where you're taking people's culture? What What is the term they use? When you're like, if you know, people were saying like, white people can't have dreads because you're appropriating their culture. I think that's what it is. Cultural appropriation. I think that's it. Cult. 
culture culture appropriation yeah like you're taking other people's culture well so. i mean but hamas i'm just saying the crucifixion is not wasn't always a christian thing well i mean i, I don't know what you're talking about if you're talking about like it, they it used was to a just roman do that. they used to just do that not just the christians not just a Christian. Yeah, they did it to everybody. Well, of course, it was a punishment. That was yeah. their punishment. But now everyone thinks it's a Christian thing. Only Christians. Well, because because Jesus no, not really raised the raised yeah. the uh, awareness of just it. Just because one guy happened to be on one, so he got taken. Yeah, it's terrible. And he, and he hadn't done anything wrong. <laughs> Maybe it was, we don't really know. Well, we yes, we do. I mean, those oh, books are Lord. those books are kind of short. It had to be a perfect sacrifice, so. You know, that's I don't know how many times God tried this with different angels. He brought down. I always I always look at what I read Matthew, Mark and Luke and John is either everyone was so terrible back then. That's why Jesus looks so good, because he was actually the like the one person who like, oh, I don't need to rape that person. And then he's just a saint because he doesn't do that. That he came at the that right. He just doesn't doesn't do the bad thing. Right. It's not because he wanted to be good. It's just because he didn't want to do the bad thing. Because it's kind of like mm-hmm. a lot of people think, like, oh, that person's so nice. And it's just like, no, I just don't want to do that. And like, I don't want to drink beer. Sorry, I don't want to drink. Yeah. You mean like they don't have a spiritual reason for yeah, not doing it? Yeah, it's just like it. I just yeah. don't want to do it. Yeah. Like everyone thinks they're a good person because they're not drinking. But but that's good for them. That's good for them well, that you they're not Take it to your that. advantage, yeah. I think that's wonderful. Brother, but. I had a mom one time do that to me. And I had a, it was, uh, I, I was the DD. And I dropped her son off, and he was... he was That's he, a designated driver. Yeah, he yeah. overserved, and the mom was so thankful. And I was like, well... She's like, I'm so glad you don't drink. I'm like, well, I'm not, I do drink. I'm just not stupid. Like, <laughs> like your son. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, Sorry. we knew I was the DD, so like we, we, we always take turns, you know, draw straws, which sucked. Especially, okay. especially going to the football games. That was the worst. Because like some of the football games were like an hour and a half away, and you're like, man, I'm the DJ. And you have to drive all these drunk people. Yeah. Oh, we had fun, but I mean, it still sucked. Well, I'm, I'm such a bad driver that, and I'm the only one in, in uh, our group that doesn't, that didn't drink when we were going to parties. Yeah, you're the best friend I would always want. And and we went to a party where his him Sam and his friends got so drunk they're having to and you take married out to the and you married him. No, because he needed a driver and someone to drive Smart him. Guy. So they said, so Cindy, you're going to have to drive because you're the only one that hadn't drank anything. So I got, we got about maybe five or six blocks down. Everybody sobered up and said, I'll, I'll take over, Cindy, I can drive. Because it scared them. They, I believe it. It's I probably s- a manual transmission too. And you're like. No, no, that's not true. Well, uh, Okay. I have a brilliant thing. So we got to go. Okay. All right. But, so let's keep it short. Okay. Uh if you go to the airport and you're flying somewhere and or you're going to go pick up somebody, go to departures and p- tell them to meet you in departures instead of at the uh, place where everybody's, you know, thousands of people are trying, uh, gotten off the plane and they're trying to be picked up and those lines are so long. But if you go to departure, nobody's hardly there. And he said, I- I'm going to give you that gift of, uh, of how to get a- around, you know, having to wait in line forever to pick up somebody. You go to departures. I don't. What I tell them is get an Uber to the McDonald's down the street. I think it's a Jack in a Box from from Hobby. Is it Hobby? No, I think it's Bush. Yeah, <laughs> just take an Uber. It's like a six dollar Uber, and I'll pick you up at the McDonald's. But this was. He said there were there were hundreds <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, I did that in with, line. I did that with my mom. I do that with my mom all the time. Oh, that's. Uh, and she she laughs about it because I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna deal with that. Like, oh, just man. Take, a, take a taxi, literally pay the okay, guy then six have bucks. Her, have her meet you at departures, and, and you'll... That... No, I'm just not going into that zoo. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Plus, we can have a soda. Love. You love your mom so much, you'll do... You'll yeah, I'll pick her up. Line. I know, but you're making That's her how much get I love. into the... Jar. Oh, okay. how hard is it to be like, oh, just take me to the McDonald's. And, oh, okay, cool. Okay, Richard. I missed you so much. Yeah. I'm so glad that well, we're We'll back. be back next week. We'll be back next week, uh, so you guys uh, enjoy this show for at least three times. 
You'll play this show three times. Yeah, we're not going to be here. You're not going to be here for the rest of the week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yes, financial. Happy Thanksgiving to him. Happy Thanksgiving for sure. And I know Chicken Max. Happy Thanksgiving to him. What were you thankful for today? Chicken Max. Okay. I was thankful I was back here, and I get to uh, get to do this. This is so much fun. All right. So, uh, first responders, we love you. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving and enjoy your time off and all that. So, uh, anyway, see you. Call somebody you love. That'll be good. That's a good idea. Every week, people ask the same two questions. Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process of helping their clients to a clearer financial future and to see their contact information, visit Cindy Cochran's show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of The Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936-449-5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com. That's www.wootonfinancial.com. This program is sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. It is not the intent of Wooten Financial Group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website. Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors and a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc. Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any of their representatives. Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. CoreLove is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org, that's C-O-R-E 